Good evening. It is the 18th of Shvat. Chai Shvat. And we are starting the final story, the 13th story of Sipori Maisios. The 13th story is the story of Miha Sheva Betlers, the seven beggars. It's a big story. Um, yeah, I don't know enough uh, to give a coherent intro, so... Yeah, it's it's a long story. There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot here, and um, there's a note at the end that Rabbeinu said that this story, if he only came into the world to bring us this story, it would have been enough. So, <clears throat> yeah, B'shod Hashem, um, God help us to uh, to merit to you know just to to want to try to understand. That's already. A big deal. So let's hit it. It starts like this: I will tell you about how you were happy. My <clears throat> story goes like this: Once there was a, once upon a time there was a king, Philo ben Yachid, and he had an only son. And the king wanted to give over the kingdom to his son while he was still alive. And he made a big party called a ball. And anytime the king makes a ball, it's a big, big party. Specifically now, that he's giving the, the kingdom, over, kingdom over to his son while he's alive. For sure, it was a great, big great joy there. And all the ministers, the king's ministers were there, called the Duchasim, and all the dukes, and all the lower magistrates. And everyone was super happy at this party. And also the, the kingdom itself um, enjoyed, received benefit from this, that the king is giving over the kingdom to his son while he's alive. It's a great big honor to the king, right? <coughs> right, the king. I guess it's a it's a big simcha because it's a big honor that the king has feels that his son can can take the kingdom for him and that he's uh, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly why it's a big kavod. I don't know. Um, for for the for the king, it makes sense. It's a big kavod. Why it's a big king kavod for the for the people? I don't know. I guess if you say the nasi is the door and the door is the nasi, right? The king is the sort of the culmination of the am, as it were. So a cover for him is a cover for them. I don't know. The vayasham simcha Everyone was very happy. Vayasham kolmine simcha. There's all kinds of happy things. Kaplish makela. There was bands, the kamedish, hatzaga, and comedy plays. Etc. All different types of happy things. Everything was there at the party. Right? <coughs> there was busking and improv, and Blue Man Group showed up. And when everyone got super happy, the king stood up and said to his son, Hey, out. Since. I'm a stargazer. I'm an astrologer. 
And I see that in the future you will lose the kingdom. You will lose the throne. Therefore, Therefore, see to it that you should not be sad when you fall from the melucha, uh, from the kingdom, from the from the sovereignty. Rock just be happy. and when you'll be happy, and if you'll be happy, then I'll be happy. even when you'll be sad, just the same. Ani then I will be besimcha. I'll be happy. Al she'enat ha'melech, because you're not king. Ki encha ro'oy lemelucha, you are not appropriate to be king. Me'achar she'encha yichol achazik atzmecha besimcha k'sheta yored min ha'melucha. Because you're not fit to be king, since you were unable to hold yourself in a state of happiness when you fall from the kingdom. Hang on, I'll go back and go over this again. Aval, however, k'sheta besimcha, however, when you will be besimcha, as I Okay, so this is this is really good life advice, um, both for the son and for the king. Um, or it's good advice. It shows the king is uh, a healthy father, right? Um, right. Families necessarily are um, tend towards codependency. Right, they're very uh, usually very close physically, very close genetically, um, very connected in a lot of ways. So it's very easy for families to be. Um, I think the word uh, Dr. David Snart uses is undifferentiated. Right, where I can't, I can't, uh, <clears throat> um, I don't know how to separate my emotions from your emotions, as it were. Um, in the addiction world, we refer to as codependency, I believe. That's how I'm seeing it anyway. Um, but what does he say here? He says, this is what's going to happen. You're going to fall down, right? <coughs> Which I can say to anyone in the world. I, lo- I look in the future. I see you're going to fall down, right? I don't know if that means in business or in your uh, personal life, in your married life, in your family life. I don't know. Somewhere you're going to fall down, right? Let's just zoom it out a little bit. You're going to fall from the melucha. You're going to lose whatever status you've received. And therefore, see to it, right? Hey, you, you're going to fall down. Therefore, see to it that you don't... That there should not be sadness for you when you fall from the kingdom. Make sure you're not sad, right? See to it. See to it that you should not that should not be for you sad. Rock tia just be besimcha. Uchshetibasimcha. And when you will be besimcha, gamaniya Right? So the father says to the son, You're gonna fall, right? Your life isn't gonna be peaches and cream all the time. But when you do fall, be besimcha. It's okay. Right? Um, and then when you'll be besimcha, I'll also be besimcha, right? Meaning, you 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 fell from the kingdom. I knew that was going to happen, right? No one had, no one could control that, right? But how you feel afterward, how you act afterward, how you react, that you have control over. So I'll be besimcha if you're besimcha. 
However, gam However, also when you will be sad, just the same. Ani If you're sad, then I'll be happy, just the same. I'll I'll be happy because you're not the king. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. One of the themes that's been going through a lot of the stories is what what we're being referred to as the nimusim of the melech, nimuse melech, nimuse melchut. Right. What are the what 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 are the uh, how do you say? Um, uh, manners. What are the mannerisms of a king? Right. So here he's giving us another mannerism of the of of malucha of being a king, which is to say, he says, if you would fall from the malucha and be sad, then I will know that you were not. Uh, uh, it was not appropriate that you should be the king. Meaning that kings aren't sad when they fall down. Right, that is that is an attribute of Malchus. Right? How is that an attribute of Malchus? Perhaps we can say that Malchus, if Malchus is the... Malchus is sort of the end of the process, right? <coughs> the sphere of Malchus is at the bottom of the, the Eitz Chaim, of the Ishtal Shosh of the spheres. It's the outcome <coughs> of everything. So I would imagine that someone who is really ro'oi to be melech, he would understand that everything that happens to him on a certain level is he's just receiving the all of the hashpa'ot, all of the different energies which had flowed to him from above. Right? And he gets that everything is preordained. Eh, everything is given by Hashem. Everything is known by Hashem. Right? And so he can be besimcha, knowing that whatever happens, he's up, he's down. Right? It comes from Hashem. That's roi to be besimcha. Excuse me, roi to be the melech. However, when you'll be besimcha, then I will be besimcha yeserim od. Even much more so. <clears throat> right, this could be advice that a that a parent gives to a child as they uh, you know go out go out the door to school when they leave to go wherever when they leave home. This could be the conversation that Hashem has to us before He sends us down into the world. Right, it's very very um, strong bit of fatherly advice. Um, and then the other side of it is not just that he's giving him advice, he's telling us a little bit about what it means to be a melech. We're also seeing <coughs> an example of healthy boundaries within a family, right? Meaning the father doesn't say, if you lose the malucha, I'll be totally destroyed and I'll never talk to you again, right? Um, the melech here, his simcha, his sense of self is not dependent on the success of his children right which is the only way I think that one can maintain sanity um, you know in a family fine going on and so the Ben Melech received the Malucha the kingdom 
with a mighty hand, and he made himself a, a whole retinue. <coughs> King's ministers and landowners and uh, bureaucrats and soldiers, and this prince, this son of the king, was wise. And he loved Chachma very much. So naturally, he he hired the wisest of men. Anyone who came to him with some Devar Chachma, right, if he made a, a piano that was also, like a totally playable piano that was also uh, a wine flute or a chocolate cake or something, he would love that. It was very important, right? The piano playing, the actually functioning piano made of chocolate cake. Uh, he would love such a thing. It'd be great. Very chashiv. <coughs> right? And he gave to the people that came to him honor and wealth for their wisdom. Right? I wrote a five-month-long opera. It's amazing. Each one according to what he wanted. Right? If you wanted money, you'd give him money. If you wanted honor, you'd give him honor. Anything for Chachma. Anything for Chachma. Right? This this reminds me, I have this theory that, that uh, all the stories... Right, like if you could imagine all the stories sort of taking place on some sort of a map, that like a lot of the stories would overlap. Right here, we have a, a king who loses his kingdom, who is in love with Chochmah, Right, and we saw in the previous, right in the previous uh, story, the story of the Maisim of the master of prayer. We saw there was a a group of people who loved Chochmah, Right, why couldn't this be the same group? I don't know. That's just sort of my unified field theory of Sibirimaisios. But, um, so he did everything for the Chochmah. Because Chochmah was so, so, so important to him. Everyone started uh, getting into Chochmah, right? Um, where attention goes, energy flows, right? If the leadership. If the elites are all attracted to Chochmah or to money or to murder or to, you know, religion or whatever, that's that's going to shape the culture. That's what's going to be on, um, you know, that's what they're going to be talking about on, I keep saying MTV, just I don't know what other, like news stations and MTV, that's sort of where my... Is Comedy Central still a thing that people know about? I don't know. Um, I've been out of sort of popular culture for a while. Um, right, that's what people talk about, and everyone's getting involved with that because that's what the king's talking about. That's what the <coughs> <coughs> the elites are talking about. The intellectuals are talking about. Chochma, chochma, chochma. Vasku kolam medina bechochmas. So the whole country is just dealing with chochmas. Kizaya wrote Semamon, anyone who wanted money, Right? If you wanted money, you would go and you would memorize the 
the uh, you know the capital of every country in the world on a map, and you could get a huge map and show the king how smart you were, and he'd give you money for that, I guess. And someone who wanted importance and honor. Because everyone was just working with Chokmas. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, therefore, because everyone there was just worried about chokmas and wisdom, therefore they forgot there, in this country, uh, a war chest, right? They didn't have a budget for an army. Ki They were just doing chokmas, right? Ad kol Until everyone in the country was so, so smart. Ad katan medina, but the smallest person in this country, haya would have been in Bemedina Cheres Chacham Gadol right? The smallest little child would have been a big giant Chacham by another country standard. And the Chachamim who were in this country were wicked, wild, big, giant, smart people. Wicked smart. And because of the Chachmas, Um, <clears throat> and because of because of the Chachmas, they made themselves hefger, ownerless, the Chachamim shall Ota Medina, of the people of the wise men of that country, right? Who was, who did we see was hefger before? Was we saw the murderers, the killer on the sea, in the story of the, um, the burger and the ani, yes? There was the Ratzeach Aliyam, and he was Hefker. He had made himself Hefker, and all his men made themselves Hefker, right? So Hefkervelt, we saw, is the kind of, it's, it's nihilism, right? They became nihilists, right? It's a little bit like Europe today. Like, oh, <laughs> everything is... I'm so bored. Everything is meaningless. This world is so black, like my art. So I'm going to drink wine and make a love, because everything is nothing, right? Um, they became hefker. Right. And they pulled the son of the king into their das, right? He initially thought he could control them, <clears throat> but they end up controlling him. Venit Pakir Gamkin, he also became Hefker, right? Hefkervelt, not a good thing for a king to be Hefker, right? If you are the regent, if you are the, the <coughs> right, the, the ruling office of an entire country, and you yourself have made yourself ownerless, right? Then you've made yourself God, right? Because there's no one, no one above you, no one dictating any sort of better behavior, best behavior. And you're the king, and it's good to be the king. We all know the king can do anything, right? That's a really, really bad thing. Bad for everyone. But he became Hefker because he became so chacham. Right, he lost connection with this world. What does it mean? They taxi say milchama. It means they they imagine right the moving into their their ivory towers, 
right? The, the universities we see today, right? The think tanks, right? The, the, the intellectuals have moved out of the world and they don't know how to defend themselves. Right? They scoff at power. They scoff at the use of one's hands, of weaponry, of building, of tools. Right? Because they're so in love with ideas. But they're un incapable of doing anything. But the rest of the country didn't become Hefker. Right? So the elites and the king and the, the academies, they're all Hefker. They're all, I don't know, pedophiles. They're all, I don't know, smoking crack with Chinese prostitutes. They're all, I don't know, making deals with pharmaceutical companies and military contractors. Ushar but the rest of the people in the country, the other 98% of the people, <clears throat> are like, nah, you lost the plot, bruh. Right? I'm not eating the bugs. I'm not buying the electric car. I'm not eating the bugs. I'm not uh, tolerating, you know, pronouns or, or, or transing the kids or anything. No. No, 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 no. No one, no one wants this except for the, the people sitting in universities that, that don't know how to, you know, don't know how to use a hammer. Rani's going to explain. <coughs> he says because there was depth and and dakut like like fineness, great fineness, refinement, in the wisdom of the chachamim. Right? You needed to have a you know a you needed to like be able to read Latin and Greek and Aramaic and have an eight year you know, eight years, you know, advanced study in, in Near Eastern philosophy to even understand what the guy's saying half the time. Right? They're so, so refined. Uh, and, it, and it didn't bother them. Right? Because, because the people weren't, as it were, the people weren't smart enough to, to believe these horribly stupid ideas. Right? Fantastically stupid. Incredulously uh, stupid and evil ideas. The it didn't this chokma didn't bother them. Didn't affect them. But the the the, the wise men, <coughs> the wise men, and the son of the king became mamashevkir. Right. This sounds pretty. This all sounds pretty um, congruent. Right. This sounds kind of current events. See, we got. Sentence or two more, and we're called a night. But but Melech Mechamachaya Botov, and the son of the king, he that he still had good in him. Kinolad Imtov, he was born with good, right? He was born clearly. His father seemed like a good person, right? He was born in a good place. Vahelomitas Tovos Visharot. He had he had good mitos, good and straight mitos. He was an upright person. Hayaniskar Difamim Hechan Hubaolam. Sometimes he would remember. He would. Sort of wake up and be like, "Where did I, where did I get to? What am I doing?" He was moaning and wailing on this. Oh boy, 
Al Shanafal the Mavuchos Ka'ilur, he fell into these these lost places, these mazes. Venit U Kolkachin, he was so lost, he'd lost his way so much. Vayamit Anech Ma'od, he was moaning and wailing about this. Oy vay, oy vay. However, immediately when he would start using his mind, they would return and strengthen themselves. The the thoughts of Apikarsis, the Chachmas, the wisdoms of Apikarsis, of heresy. This happened several times. He's moaning and wailing. Immediately when he would start thinking, he would go back to his heresies. Right? So here we see a portrait of someone who is um, struggling. Struggling with himself. Right? He understands that it's not okay to be half care. He understands that there's a right and a wrong, and he's he's not doing so good right now. But it says he starts thinking and using his chachmas, right? Which is which is anyone if you ever listen to any twelve step lectures, there's a big taboo on thinking, right? Um, you're stinking thinking, right? My stinking thinking is how how I got into this situation, right? So <clears throat> he can't break out. He can't break out. He can't break out because he's stuck in his um, his habit, his lust. Right? It's a very refined lust. Right? But the ring of power doesn't care if you wanna if you if you lust for money or for wealth or for sex or for kavod or for chokhmah or for for God. Right, if it's a lust, and it's it's unchecked and it's unbalanced, right? The ring of power will destroy anyone, unless you're a hobbit, unless you're a pashut, right? Unless you're humble, right? Um, and it it destroys him, it destroys his country, and um, that is where we're going to pause it for tonight. Awesome. Great start to a great story. Um, yeah. I hope to uh, see you again tomorrow. God bless. Love